And now, the Weekly Dish presents Top 2, Top 2 The Top 2 Pick your best two In our two Alright, give me two, will you? Here we go, Steph Top two, hour two What do you got first? Well, I am going to give you a corn bread pancake. Great. That is really different. And it is at Caribbean Smokehouse, and that is in Stillwater. Fabulous. My sister lives in Stillwater. Okay, so I would encourage going there. It's the old Smalley's is mm-hmm. where it's located. It's Caribbean Smokehouse. It's family-owned. They make... Um, cornbread always kind of leaves me a little disappointed. I'll Fair. just be honest. Yeah. It's dry. Sometimes it's overly sweet. Like, I do love the cornbread muffins that Famous Dave's has, but I know they're terrible buy, for me. I know if you buy it um, pre-made from Kowalski's, it's legit like cake. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and that is like... I don't really want that when I'm eating with my savory food. Fair. The cornbread, they make it into a pancake oh. at Caribbean Smokehouse. And it is, it's got jalapeno in it, so it's a little hot. I like that. It's a tiny bit sweet. The grain isn't like super stone ground where you're like chewing on corn. It's just like this perfect bite. And I love that it's in a pancake form because yeah. it's not dried out. That's great. So it is the... um Cornbread pancake at the Caribbean Smokehouse is my number one. In Stillwater. Really good. Yes. Okay, my number one is a recipe that we made on Twin Cities Live this week. And it is um, sort of for all of you who like binged on Halloween candy and think, oh my gosh, I didn't feel great after I ate that, but I still want a sweet treat. (laughs) So Nicole Nelson, is a she's a wellness expert and health coach. She comes on the show. She makes like the best modified... sweet treats that I've ever had. Okay. Where it's just not loaded with refined sugar and white flour. So it doesn't leave you with that sugar high and crash yep. that is fun, but can be detrimental to and your exhausting. productivity. <laughs> yes. So she made these chocolate pumpkin butter cups that were so good. Yum. So good. And really, really easy. It was chocolate chips, these Lily's chocolate chips, with which have stevia. Don't be afraid of the stevia. I hate stevia, and I love these. And then she did like an almond butter, canned pumpkin, pumpkin spice mix for the filling. Yum. And then topped it with more chocolate. And you just put them in the freezer in little muffin cups, and they turn out to be fabulous. Oh, that sounds really good. They're so good. And so it's kind of one of those things where if you've got like an afternoon, like I get a real afternoon, either like a sugar or a coffee craving. Yep. And I feel like if I do a coffee, I kind of end up too wired for the whole night. And if I do a sugary treat, then I start to crash at about four o'clock, which is a bummer because I'm still on the air. (laughs) So I like to do, if I have something like this prepped and ready to go, then I do a little bit better with it. It's chocolate pumpkin butter cups. Okay. That sounds delicious. We'll link up the recipe. Um, okay, so then my second one is going to be. What are you swiping furiously? I'm scrolling through over my there? phone. Yes. What's happening? Um, and some of these I think I've already said, so it's requiring me to be a little more creative. Okay. It is the Cacio e Pepe pasta at Hyacinth. Oh, I love Hyacinth. I just went there recently. It's a bucatini. It is toothy, it is peppery, it is Parmesan cheesy in all the right ways. Hyacinth right on Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Right <sighs> that next restaurant to is Fig. real good. It's really good. Three of us at the table had bucatini, cacio e pepe, and we were all happy as clams. Oh, so It was so really, good. really good. That's really good. We had a linguine there when we were there that was outstanding, too. Okay, Hyacinth, really good. You want one more from me? Yeah. Okay, I'm starting a new Sunday tradition. Here's what it is. I'm roasting two chickens every Sunday. 
And Did you read eat. about this in the New York Times? No. Oh, because they had like a recent article like, why not roast two chickens instead of one? Oh, because see? it takes the same amount of effort. It totally does. Okay, I roasted one chicken recently and I actually did it on a weeknight. And so then it was far too late for the kids to eat. So I just sat in the kitchen <laughs> eating crispy chicken skin by myself and it was joyous. Um, <laughs> but I have, I pulled Ina Garten's recipe for the perfect roast chicken. Which is the perfect recipe. Which is the po- perfect roast chicken. That's the one that I made. I didn't do the fennel on the bottom and I actually added in some more herbs. But if you kind of get her method down, it's fantastic. And um, it turned out so great. And so my thing now is that I'm going to do two chickens on Sunday so that we can have one for dinner on Sunday. And then I always have stuff to make soup. And then I end up with lots of chicken bones so that I can make lots of bone broth. And I've got just this beautiful circle of life. You are uh, speaking my language there, friend. Yeah, really good. So two chickens on a Sunday and use Ina Garten's perfect chicken recipe. I made a really good um, roast chicken. I'm just scrolling through my feed here that had um, plums. Oh. Like So you did two roast chickens, but it was on top of... Oh, I think I saw like, that you posted that. and onions, and it made like this delicious kind of chickeny sauce. Oh, great. So I will try to find that and post it again. Yeah, that's good. All of the sauce was made in the roasting. Because it all was just the stuff going on to the roasting delicious fruit. And then you're good to go. I threw in some extra just like potatoes, just like some red potatoes sure. into the bottom of the roasting pan. And stuff I actually used like my all clad roasting pan that we got for our wedding that I've only used for a turkey. And I used it for a chicken. And that's when I thought there's room on here for two. Yeah. So this is what I did is oh, I cut fabulous. acorn squash into wedges. I had uh, plums yep. and onions. And then I put the two chickens on top and all of that goodness dripped down. So we had the squashes aside, the onions and the plums made like a, they call it chutney, but it was a delicious sauce for the chicken. And then I just had the chickens. All good to go. Yeah, that was all. Okay, that's a good call. I'm going to roast some squash underneath my roast chicken too. Yeah, it's really delicious. I'm going to do that tomorrow. And it's another time saver for you because you can, if you did two acorn squashes, you'd have enough squash for two meals. And even if you're if you're not going to eat the squashes aside that night, you can save it and puree it into a Absolutely. great acorn squash soup like the next night. Yeah, it's a real hack there, Miss yeah, Elizabeth. sister. Okay. I like what you're working on. That's a good top two, an hour or two. I can give you a bonus if you want. Sure. Um, I also... My daughter, Bernie, and I made her favorite carbonara on Twin Cities Live last week. She came on the show and made it her spaghetti carbonara that she loves more than anything. It was Um, so cute. And it was so fun. And we have the recipe posted. And she, her little noodle slurp during the segment was like the (laughs) highlight of my life. And I have gotten more messages and photos from people who have made Bernie's carbonara. I mean, I'm getting stopped in the street by people who are like, I made Bernie's carbonara. It's Really, really fun. So if you want like a really cozy, comforting, sort of along the line of Steph's Cacio e Pepe if you go out, but you have carbonara at home, it's really delicious. Yum. All right, we're going to go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, I'm going to give you some Thanksgiving helpers and hacks because I know Stephanie thinks it's too early to talk about the feast, but it's not because I'm cooking, so I'm obsessed. I just ordered my turkey yesterday. That's right. So we'll talk about that when we come back on The Weekly Dish presented by our friends at El Barrito Mercado in Minneapolis or St. Paul. Check them out for lunch, brunch, or dinner.